Hey guys, and welcome to the Strong Tower Mental Health Podcast, where you will be inspired, encouraged, and transformed with powerful teachings and real stories of mental health. This podcast is not a substitute for counseling. If you are in a crisis, call or text your local crisis center or visit suicidepreventionlifeline.org. Jesus is in our mental health, and freedom is where we start. I am your host, Heidi Mortensen, licensed marriage and family therapist. Get ready. Today's show is going to bring you hope. Hello, and welcome to the Strong Tower Mental Health Podcast. I am your host, Heidi Mortensen, licensed marriage and family therapist. Have you felt discouraged lately? Have you felt like you've had circumstances or people in your life that have drained you or have brought you down? If you think like maybe if they would just change or if they would just do this or do that, my life would be so much better. We can get so discouraged by the people and the circumstances that don't go our way. And it can be very hard for us to see God's perspective in these situations. Sometimes we just need a little boost a refocused, a reminder, and a shift to bring us back to the plumb line of what Jesus says. In this episode today, you're going to be encouraged yourself, but I also will be bringing in teachings from the book that I wrote called The Brave Encourager, and I will speak life into you as well, and I will give you examples and ways to talk to other people with certain situations so that we can speak life instead of death when we are dealing with difficulties. We have a real enemy, and that enemy will try to twist our conversations, even twist the way that we think and we see other people to where we believe the lie and we think that the lie is the truth. But God has come to bring life abundantly and not steal, lie, and destroy. So Holy Spirit, we pray, we ask for you to be here right now with me, with the listeners, no matter where they are at. I pray for your grace over this time, over this episode, that you can bring peace, you can bring encouragement, edification. We bind the enemy in the name of Jesus. We bind up the lies that the enemy is trying to stir up in us. And we pray for your truth, that you will reveal to us the truth with our circumstances, the people that are in our life, and with ourself. I pray that you guide me to speak exactly what they need, nothing more, nothing less, and that the listeners can just let go of anything that is not for them at this time. There really is a time and a place for everything. And so I just pray for wisdom. We pray for revelation. We just praise you, Jesus. We thank you for the power of the cross, the power of resurrection, your mighty name, Jesus. Amen. So before I'm going to dive into encouragement, I just want to remind you about this great product that has helped me personally. I have struggled with focus and with being distracted and having all sorts of things in my brain because I'm thinking about a lot of things at once and I'm kind of a go-getter. My time with God really is important and gets me into that place of peace, but I found something else and it's called Magic Mind. It's a small little bottle of juice that you can take with you anywhere and take at any time. I often like to do it in the morning with my vitamins. Um, it tastes really great and it helps with clarity and productivity. And the reason why it works is because I am more productive. I am more focused. I get more done, less time. The ingredients are all natural 
And specifically one I just want to talk about, it's called ashwagandha, if you've ever heard of this. It's actually a natural product that reduces stress and anxiety. Um, Before taking it, I was already taking daily vitamins. So for me, it was just right up my alley to add in Magic Mind. And so I recommend it um, because it's natural, it tastes good, it reduces stress and anxiety. You can go to www.magicmind.com backslash strong tower and you can use the code strong tower 20. You can get up to 50%, 56% off and 20% off for a one-time purchase. Again, the website is www.magicmind.com backslash strong tower and you can use the code strong tower 20. Hurry up and check out the link and then let me know what you think. So recently, I found myself frustrated with somebody in my life. And I want to share the details with it um, just because I want to be honoring to people that I am navigating. But I didn't actually realize that I had let bitterness in. Does this ever happen to you where you're just like frustrated with someone and you're annoyed with them? You don't like how they're handling something? So when I was in worship, the Holy Spirit like brought this person to mind. And as I was thinking about this person, I immediately was like, oh my gosh, I am letting bitterness in. And so I I just right away just like simply just confessed and then just repented to God and then blessed this person. So it was just very, very quick shift and refocus that I just didn't even realize that I had let that bitterness in. How many times do you think that you do this where there's frustration? I mean, clearly whatever's happening isn't okay. Um, Maybe it's something that's not a big deal, but it's still not okay and it's causing some frustration for you, but you don't realize how it's affecting your attitude. But the reality is like, this is what Jesus died for so that we can live in this place of peace and harmony with other people. I, myself, was just dealing with thoughts. I hadn't actually acted on this. I hadn't spoken anything yet, but it was spinning in my mind and it was there for like over a week. It it wasn't something that was there for like a day. It was there for a while. But what about when we speak these things out loud to other people or you say things out loud that you had this bitterness that was stirring and you're totally justified that this isn't okay and you speak out loud to somebody else. You're a liar. You did this to me. I can't believe how horrible have you been. Do you know how you make me feel? I mean, I'm just speaking out some of the examples of, of what we can do with the bitterness and the hurt. You are so disgraceful. You are so toxic. We can even say, I hate you. Okay, does this sound familiar? Where we can get super frustrated with other people and we cannot like their choices. Is it really going to make an impact when we speak out words this way? Okay, now hear me out. I hear so much where people will will kind of sell to me this idea of they were they were hurt or there was circumstances that are not okay. And I and all of them I can be like, yeah, I agree with you. That's not okay. And I'll even hear people that'll say like, this person said it too, and that person said it. And so they, they've got all this proof that what they're saying is right. This person's wrong. This person has not made good choices. And I'm like, yeah, makes sense. All of it is true. Your feelings are true. This isn't okay. The circumstances are not okay. However, we have to remember Proverbs 18:21 that the death or the tongue has the power of life and death and those who love it will eat its fruit the, the, the that what we speak has so much impact and we can speak death or we can speak life 
I wrote the book, The Brave Encourager, and it was motivated by these situations. I'd, I'd have people come in my office and talk about the frustrations and the circumstances in their life. And I, I would take sessions and listen and I would hear because it's important for people to feel safe and to feel that they can trust me. And I think this is the same with our friends. You know, we want to listen to them. We want to hear them and we want to be heard. You know, if we have something that we're struggling with, we want to be able to process it. We want to be able to talk about it. But we don't want it to take root. We don't want it to get stuck in there to now where we're we're operating from this place of this person is bad and this person isn't okay because we don't always make the right mistakes ourselves. Okay, and now I am talking. I don't want to. I want to separate from like when there's clear abuse that's happening, and I think this is the problem in. Christian circles that we can just excuse abuse and we can just say, oh, we just need to have grace. Or we sometimes think, well, what was what was I doing that caused it? And I am not talking about that in this episode. I am talking about how we can speak life, how we can be more encouraging when we have loved ones, maybe even especially kids, where we have kids who have behavior issues that we're trying to parent. And we are so frustrated with it, but we have to remember they're kids. We're adults. They're not. It's our job to speak life. So there's an example of something where it's very different if you are in a marriage and your spouse is being physically abusive, emotionally abusive, sexually abusive. I am not talking about that at all. If you are in an abusive situation, you need to get out of that situation. You need to have somebody else that's able to support you. You tell somebody else so that you're not alone and you know that you have a place where you can go. Um, I think so often we can get trapped in this and we feel that we're stuck in it because, well, you know, God wants me to deal with this and God's wanting me to learn from this. It's like, no, God doesn't want you to continue to get abused because this person says that they're Christian and, and they're doing it for the sake of the gospel. That, that's never going to be okay. Jesus is not okay with abuse. And I actually am going to be interviewing somebody on Christian narcissism and hypocrisy in the church. And that episode will be coming up soon. So I'm merely wanting to talk about encouragement in this episode because um, I just feel like there's so much discouragement out there. And that just kind of bringing back the value of speaking life instead of death Um, And if you are interested in my book, it's called The Brave Encourager. You can get this off of Amazon. So here is what what the book looks like. And it's called How the Power of Encouragement Changes the World. And I go through how we can be a brave encourager. And the reason why I call it brave is because to encourage in a situation where there's difficulty, you're brave. Because you have to be able to see through the dirt that you see and you have to speak life through the difficult behavior. You know, like if your kid is giving you attitude, were you supposed to just ignore the attitude? No, but you need to see what God sees. How can we change the situation so this this child continues to not be disrespectful? We keep pointing out and we're like, they're disrespectful. They're clearly being disrespectful. All these people say it, everyone agrees. Okay, what are you going to do about it? (laughs) And this is what this episode is. I want to talk about how we can take situations and we can shift it to speak life instead of death. 
Lisa, Lisa Turquist has written quite a bit of books, um, but one of them that she wrote, there's a quote where she said, it's not wrong for us to need people, but one of our biggest disappointments in life are the results of expectations we have of others that they can't ever possibly meet. And so one of the things that we've got to be able to do is come back to be able to speak life to ourselves first and encourage ourselves first so that we're filled up. We know who we are. We're, we stand in that place of our identity in Christ so that we can then speak life to other people in our life. Because otherwise, we're just drained and we're exhausted. And then we have that one person that we're dealing with that is so exhausting, that's so draining. But we're not doing anything to position ourselves to be filled up, to basically handle the situation. And so being in the secret place, Psalms 91, taking time to sit with God, journal with God or worship and just say, God, what do you say about me? And and be encouraged first for yourself so that we can learn how to be able to be more effective with our words. And maybe God can do what he did with me and have me repent or have you repent like, oh man, I'm so sorry my perspective with that person wasn't really the greatest. Help me to see them the way that you want me to see them. So I'm going to go through a few examples that I have in my book, and I'm going to basically just speak out loud the lie and then give you some examples of how a better response would be. And what I want you to do as I am speaking this is I want you to picture yourself as the person receiving the encouragement. And in this, I also want to pray For any word curses to be broken off of you in the name of Jesus, I pray that as I'm speaking what I'm speaking, that if anybody has said these lies over you and you've received them as truth, that the Holy Spirit can start to kind of get into your heart, your mind, your will, your emotions, your soul, and there can be emotional healing as I'm speaking right now. And this is what's so important. So basically, I'm going to be doing, I'm going to be speaking things out to you. And my my prayer is that this healing can happen so that you can then have more of just a lighter perspective for yourself to know how amazing you truly are and let go of things that others maybe have said to you. All right, so here is the first lie. If you've ever heard this, No one will ever love you. Here's the truth. You are loved with an everlasting love that will never end. No comment or statement from anyone can ever change that truth. People who haven't experienced being loved themselves do not have the ability to love others. Think about people in your life who are loving to you. Let yourself just meditate on the love and encouragement that they give you. God loves you and wants you to believe that God is telling the truth. Here's the next lie. No one will ever love you like I do. This is is control manipulation. This comment is hurtful and it says more about the person saying it than about you. This is not love. True love is free. You are free to be you and no person owns you. Allow yourself to think about other people who have loved you without saying hurtful comments that tie you back to them. All right, here's the lie. It's all your fault. You caused it. 
It's not your fault. Accidents happen and problems are a part of life. We must learn to recognize that the problem, not the people, is the problem. When people blame others, they do it to discharge or the anger or frustration. It feels good in the moment to let it out on others, not realize how much pain it can cause. I want to encourage you that if this has happened to you, for you to be able to take the step and forgive that other person who said this to you and step into the truth. It's not your fault. And then if possible, pray a blessing on that person. Another lie, you can never do anything right. The truth is, you are smart and you are capable of making good decisions. You have the ability to think through things and make right choices. It might look different from others, and that's okay. You are able to consider the options and weigh the outcomes before you make a choice. You are also strong in your decisions, and you make them based on your values. You will weigh the input of others, but not allow them to outweigh your own values. You walk with integrity. Here's a liar, or here's a lie. You are a liar. The truth is, the choices that we make do not determine who we are or our identity. We all have lied at some point in our lives and sometimes without realizing it. It's freeing to recognize that when we did and we did not know the next time that next time we want to make a better choice. Although some of your choices were not always what your heart was desiring to do, it doesn't make you a liar. It makes the choice a lie. You are a truth teller. If there is a relationship that needs reconciling, do it. You have integrity. Walk in your values. Another lie? No one likes you. And here's the truth. You are friendly and you are fun to be around. You are a light to others and have the ability to speak life into them. You are liked by many. We will not be liked by everyone. And that is okay. It doesn't mean that no one likes you. It just means that occasionally we will not get along with some people. It happens. On the other hand, I know that you have friends who will drive far and wide to see you because you are the friend for them. All right, I got a couple more. The lie is you are not doing enough. Here's the truth. You are enough just as you are. Rest in who you are and how you were made. You were created to be unique and special. Just being you is enough right now in this moment. There's nothing more you need to do to be enough. You are enough. Lie. Your voice doesn't matter. Don't speak up. The truth is, your voice is one of a kind and is different than any other. It needs to be heard and you have a lot to say. What you have in your heart is absolutely beautiful and your voice speaks truth about the things in your heart and it and it matters what your what is in your heart matters speak up and speak your truth it's powerful and beautiful and life changing i hope that this was encouraging for you in my book i have a lot more examples but this is where we can take what feels like truth and we can take it we can allow it to sink into our heart and hurt us Or we can ask God what God says. And now these examples are not like end all. This isn't 
everything. If anything I said wasn't helpful for you, let it go. And then you ask God, what do you have to say about me? So I want to encourage you that as I was saying, if there's any lies that were creeping up that you're like, oh no, that's a lie. Ask God what God has to say instead of the truth so that we can be loving people to others. And then as we are encouraged ourselves, we can then learn how we can do this to others. That person in front of us that we're struggling with, that we might see them as they're the problem, they need to change. Okay, let's say that's the lie. And as you're listening to me, you're like, that's not a lie, Heidi. They are the problem. They do need to change. I want to remind you of Ephesians 6.12. Our enemy is not against flesh and blood, but rulers and principalities of this unseen world. So our loved ones are not the enemy. There's a real enemy that comes and influences them to make them not make healthy choices and things like that. But we've got to release them to God. And then we ask God, how do I speak to them? So if it's a child that you're struggling with, you can speak to them and say, I love you. I don't love your behavior. This behavior isn't okay, but I love you. And speak life into them. They need encouragement. Some of the biggest things that we don't do is we don't say, you are such a great leader. I love having you as a daughter or a son or a spouse. I'm so thankful that you're, that you're, my, that you're my husband or you're my wife. Like, We don't say these things enough. And so then people then get drained and tired and discouraged. And then, and then when we see something that we don't like, we're like, see, they're doing this and they're doing that and this isn't okay. And we're not meditating on the beauty of how God made them because we're not meditating on the beauty of how God made us. And so I'm wanting to just kind of refocus, bring you back to being encouraged yourself and allowing God to speak life into you so then we can speak unto others. So I'm going to pray. Thank you, God, so much for just even just this quick episode that we can refocus, reshift. I pray that the listeners were able to experience your truth and that the lies are just falling off. So all those lies, I just break them in the name of Jesus and we just speak truth right now. And that 1 Thessalonians 5.11 says, Therefore, encourage one another and build each other up as you have been doing. And so I pray for the listeners to be encouraged themselves right now, but that they can boldly and bravely encourage others in their life no matter the circumstances or the frustrations that they can go to you as a little child let go of the pain in the moment and refocus with words from you those who have more than just difficulties lord those who are being that have abuse and that have trauma right now i pray that you can have a stronger boundary for them that they can get the right help that they need i pray for protection over them as well I, I, I just break shame off in the name of Jesus for those who, as you're listening to this, you're like, yeah, I've been that person that hasn't said the right thing. And so I just break off shame right now in the name of Jesus. And I thank you, God, that you forgive us. And so, God, we just repent for not always saying and using the words that you want us to use. Thank you, God, for forgiveness. Thank you for the power of your blood and just washing us clean. We thank you, God, that all those lies are going on the cross right now. And as we let those go on the cross, Lord, we're just picturing you dying and being in the in the throne or the the 
tomb for three days, and then you rose again on the third day and are seated in the throne room, and that we can go boldly to the throne of grace, that we have access to the joy, to the peace, the life, the abundance that you have given us. And so I just pray for the fruits of the Spirit to just start to grow in their life as they allow the plumb line of the Word of God and the identity of who they are as a son or daughter in Christ to just sink deeply into their soul. I thank you, God, for the healing that's taking place right now and that you just speak life from their mouth and that they can speak life to others for your glory. In the mighty name of Jesus, amen. Thanks for listening to the Strong Tower Mental Health Podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, please rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts and subscribe wherever you listen. Your review helps the show reach more people and spread mental health awareness with Jesus at the Center. You can also check me out on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, or my website at HeidiMortensenLMFT.com. See you at our next episode.